0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 22-yard attempt by Pinero. And the kick is solid Eddie Piniero with the field goal to give the Bears the lead
1: 21 to 19 Let's celebrate 12 in a row We didn't make the playoffs but we found a kicker baby Last show of the year Hampel B and Cos my name is Mark Carmen 21 19 the Bears beat the Minnesota Vikings. Hampo, it's the last time we get to do this. Good to see you, my friend.
2: Well, it's always a, uh, a pleasure to be a part of the festivities here. Uh, you know, folks, uh, we're going to spend the next two hours kind of combing through the ashes of this 2019 season of the Chicago Bears. But first and foremost, I'll, I'll just say, hey, you cut it any way you want. Eight and eight's eight and eight. Nagy won his 20th game as a Chicago Bear head coach, and the Bear organization was the very first ones to, to trumpet it that he has the all time record for wins in the first two years of a Chicago Bear head coach. So, congratulations to Matt Nagy. Now, now that we've got that uh, out of the way, uh, wh- wh- where's the booby prize for squandering? A wonderful opportunity to make some history this season, Ob. And you, you know, and we're going to go through this. And mm. you know, a lot of the fingers point at Nagy. A lot of the fingers point at the quarterback. A lot of the fingers point at I was just I, I, think about this in the big picture. Every year you see teams, the ebbs and tides, and they get better. And they certain players have perform and have career. Nobody had a career year mm. this year, but you got to give kudos to Allen Robinson Robinson on offense. No doubt. He got healthier and healthier and was a bigger and better part of the Chicago Bear offense. And Nick Kwiatkowski, when uh, he was given the opportunity, he excelled, and you've got to just say, wow, this kid today coming up with a safety. So not only that, but Cordell Patterson and Eddie Pinero were honorable mentions for, you know, uh, I wouldn't say MVP, but in some strange, crazy way, this team has got to have players progress and get better. And those two made us better in
1: a lot of small ways. They get honorable mentions for guys who were a nice story to 2019. And you actually saw moments where, you're like, what? We should use Cordero Patterson a little bit more. And Obi, you got to see him in the backfield. You've been screaming about that since about week
3: two. By the yeah. way, good to see you too, sir. Well, listen, uh, congratulations to the Bears <clears throat> Excuse me on their win today, in um, which we'll get into this game because that's what we're here. I'm not here to talk about, go back to this year and then all of last year and then all this prediction about next year. But i tell you what, there's a lot to talk about in this particular game. The coaching, again, the ability these last two games – to open up this offense and let Trubisky have his head. Let it let him use the full gamut of an offensive attack. And I've been saying again, to move the ball down the field, pass down the field. You know, strong side, weak side, sprint outs, do everything. These last two games, and you know what we did? We did not even try to do it. He stayed in the pocket. And how many times have we seen the bubble scream? The bubble screen, the bubble screen, the bubble screen, which is a horizontal play, which really hasn't worked. And it's a, I mean, sometimes you could hit it, you could hit a home run, but that is like very, very few and far between. The other thing, playing this game today, and again, congratulating him on the win, but sometimes things are what they are. Most of these kids for the Vikings today, that play today, won't even be in football next year. What happens is some will leave with free agency. Some of them, they won't even be invited back. And then they'll have a new crop of draftees and free agents that they're going to sign and bring in. We played our first team out. They're all game. They played backup, backup, backups. And took it down to the last second or two in the game. I'm not going to let this guy walk away from the naggy and his coaching staff, to go up there and play some kids that may not even be in the league ne- next year. More, I I'll almost guarantee it. More often than not, they won't even be here. And you got to fight it down to the last second. Why? Because this game and the game before, when we're out of everything, it's a chance to open up the offense, which I know all you listeners and everybody's been waiting to see happen. Couple the running game with a mobile, high-flying offensive attack, and we we can't do it. Now, either Nagy doesn't have any clue about it, and neither does any other offensive coach, or, boy, if that, we're in a sad state here, folks. Why, again, I'll say it for the last time, these last two games, all the time in the world to set up an open-up offense and go and see what Trubisky can do, on the run, moving the pocket, having the receivers go down the field and trying to make big plays. Again today, why do I say it, against the backup backups, folks. You know how many touchdowns we scored today? None the first half. We scored one touchdown. One touchdown against the Minnesota Vikings, who sat all their regulars. One.
1: 312-981-720. that is the phone number. And you know, thinking about what you're saying there, OB, the highlight of the game was the fourth and nine at the Bears 49. And I don't want to make this a referendum that we found the quarterback or that they've changed the offense. But that was the highlight of the game. Fourth and nine game's over. He rolls out and he finds Riley Ridley for 32 yards. That was it. That was you know, he had, the guy was wide open. They went down the field. It saved their ass. They won the football game. By the way, if they had a first-round draft pick, they would be picking 19th, and they could have been – if you were 7-9, 7-9 teams are drafting at 11 on down. So I, I, you did not want the Bears to win today, but they don't have a first-round pick, so I guess it doesn't matter as well,
2: much. Well, before you uh, go out and throw your uh, your roses at Trubisky – Are you being a smart one, Alec?
3: Yes, he is. <laughs> well, not you know, really. I Listen, they – You can't be that dumb. I, I would have – You prefer- can't be that <laughs> stupid. Which, which part? Them, it, the would, whole thing, what you're talking about. It would have been better – for them
1: to lose today, did you see his passes today? I'm not saying he played. They well. weren't in the same zip code. I, did you like the one in the thir- in the end zone when he nearly broke the guy's face in the front row? That was a, that was a good pass. Oh, I do, I'm boy. not saying Mitchell Trubisky had a good day. But you OB. know
2: what? On fourth and nine, l- l- let me just set it up, Ob. We were down eighteen to nineteen, and so. Essentially, we—I mean, this is like okay. If we're going to try to win
3: against who? Against, against
2: the Minnesota Viking B team. Now,
3: oh my God! On
2: first down, Trubisky double pumps and then fires it out of bounds to you know trying to hit Robinson—a wasted play. Second down, he—he—he uh, he, kind of. You know, spins around, and then he tries to get up inside the pocket, and number 50, I don't even know who it is. It's a backup linebacker, is standing there in a spy technique waiting for him, and yet he pulls the ball down, tries to run, and this guy just, you know, uh, just pummels him. Now, it's third down. Third down, he almost, he was picked off on a quick slant to Cohen. The linebacker got his hands up. A starter probably would have picked that off and returned it. But now it results in the fourth and nine that that our beloved uh, host here is pointing out was the play of the game, the play of the year, the, the, the reason why everybody in Trubisky land has great hope. Fourth and nine, he rolls out and hits Riley Ridley for a 34-yard gain that put us in position. To kick a field goal. And by the way, for the 10th time in 16 games this year, folks, we did not score a touchdown in the first half.
1: Be it what it may. Let's make that roll out the Muller game changing moment, sponsored by the Muller Auto Group. Yep, that was it. With family owned dealerships in Highland Park, Gurney, and Hoffman Estates. Muller Automotive, you will not be disappointed. Uh, there, there's You know, to your point, OB, I just want to give you one stat. I know you don't love stats, but I just want to give you this one. And it it has to do with your bubble screens and our guy Tariq Cohn. This was courtesy of ESPN Stats and Info. Tariq Cohn, 5.89 yards per reception. That was coming into today. That's the second lowest among qualified players this season. Five point eight nine because they throw that screen, that screen, that whatever you want to call it, over and over and over again. And so anybody, it's the fifth lowest among players with at least fifty catches. You got
3: to go all the way back to two thousand and one. And
2: guess what happened today? They They threw it ten times. He caught it nine times and averaged less than five yards a carry. (laughs) Four point nine.
3: You want to talk about stats? You can't make it up. I'll give you one. Going into last week's game, last week's game, going into the game, okay. We all know there's 32 teams in the league. Yards per pass attempt. Where do you think Trubisky ranked out of 32 teams? I the should quarterbacks. I, should. I
2: did a lot of guessing in the 30s. That's not not even close.
3: Where's it at, Ob? I should know that
1: myself, but I I'd be guessing too. 27. He's tied for 46th.
3: 46th in the league. In the league. <laughs> in the league. O- Ob is showing me a piece of newspaper. Tied for 46th. There's only 32 teams in the league.
1: That's not good. I would say it's decidedly bad. 312 uh, 981 You guys want to take some calls here? Let's get the people service, everybody here. Sure. All right. Ed in Texas wants to talk about Tariq, so we can start there. Welcome to WGN, Ed. Go ahead, man. Uh, hello.
4: Good evening. Uh, this is Ed from Maywood, but I live in Texas now. Um, I have a question about some of these statistics. Uh, I think... Tariq Cohen broke a record by Johnny Morris or somebody for most receptions by a running back in a two-year period, and my my question is: Is that deceiving? Because when I was a little boy watching football on third and twenty-five, you may try to throw a bomb, and if it's intercepted, you know it's just like a punt. Whereas today, on third and twenty-five, they'll throw a screen pass. A guy will run for fifteen yards, and then they'll punt. And 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 the same thing with this guy from the Panthers. Not trying to take anything away from him, but he got a thousand yards receiving and a thousand yards uh, running. And I'm just wondering, is that a deception?
3: These statistics with these running backs. Eddie, uh, thanks, Ed. A little correction for you: Johnny Morris was not a running back; he's a whiteout, and
1: one of the best whiteouts that the Bears have ever had. But look. As far as like people want to kill Tariq Cohn, that to me goes to the head coach. This, you're not putting him in a position well, to be
3: successful.
2: Yeah, exactly. And essentially, what he, he has should be a slot back. Well, e- exactly, Ob. And you know what? It, it, what is what is? You know, ego and 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 the self perception of that you're a genius and that you. It's right in front of you. You came from Kansas City. They had a player of the same type of dimensions and and speed and quickness in Tariq Hill in Kansas City, and yet we refuse to m- have this kid get in the slot. Right. And normally, you got a nickel or maybe even sometimes a safety or linebacker. Exactly. R- run him on a double move, d- a deep post and slants and all the. Why? Why? What is? What is? The, what? Again? Why? You know they, and and I tell my wife this all the time. Imitation is the most sincerest form of flattery. Well, maybe he doesn't want to give credit to uh, Andy Reid or whoever is u- utilizing Tariq Hill to blow up everybody's defense. He thinks he's you know so much smarter. We're going to make this guy you know we're going to give him the ball in the backfield where all the three hundred pounders can clobber him, or throw the speed screen where you know if we don't have good blocking, boom, it goes for three yards and now it's second and seven.
3: I've said that last year, and I said it all this year. Put him in the slot. He's not a running back. He would be dangerous. He would be more effective with his quickness, with his deception, his, his breakaway speed. He'd be perfect. Nagy, our offensive people can't figure it out. That's why we can't convert on third down. That's why we can't score touchdowns, Dan
2: and going a
3: big reason why
2: and and you know what folks so much of the time and and you're going to hear this and and we're watching this game out of the corner of our eye this is a big game the the 49ers are in Seattle it's going to decide a lot of the playoff slots but it's imperative they want to they desperately want to be the first to score changes the whole trajectory of the game plan the way you call it defense all that All year long, we scored, coming into today, 15 games, 31 points in the first quarter. By far the fewest of any team. I'm talking about the Miami Dolphins, Cincinnati, all these deadbeat teams. We were the lowest scoring team in all of football, and yet Nagy wants to act like he's got all the answers. I don't think so.
1: Jeff Vukovic he's back in Vuk! our he's back in our UGN huddle right here he's the straight shooter he knows insurance he's on our side and he'd love to help you nationwide on your side check out jeffvuk.com nationwide
3: What is this the, is the third on your side. game of the year third time we've gone over 100 yards in
2: uh, rushing the and third rushing. one and in the out of
3: 16 games it's only the third time correct third
2: time and here's here, here's here's the catastrophe uh, underbelly to that In both of those games, we only scored 16 points. Now today... We, we had to scrape out, what was it, 21?
1: 21, sir, 21, yes.
2: One touchdown to, with all that rushing yardage. You should be able to blow people's defense. A second a second team defense. Oh, my God.
1: All right, quick timeout. Coming on back here with your calls, 312-981-7200. COS will join us at the top of the hour. Adam Hogue at 830. It's the final Hamp, OB, and COS of the 2019 season. We are sponsored. By your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers. Where'd you get that hat? At Chevy Drive. You like this hat, right? Yeah, ChevyDriveChicago.com. That's a little Hanukkah gift right here, buddy. A little yeah. gray Bears hat. It fits me well. Thank yeah. you for noticing, OB. <laughs> Quick timeout, 720 WGN.
3: That's, it's tough that you don't get to come out here and play and wash that taste out of your
0: And it's going to be a safety, I believe, as Mike Boone is tackled in the end zone by Nick Kwiatkowski. So. A safety, two points, so Chuck Pagano's Bears. And boy, they sure took advantage of the fact that the ball was on the one yard line.
3: There's your guy, Bear Nick. nobody, Mr. Announcer. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dick Stockton, man. Oh, wake up.
1: I, hey, Mark Schlereth, he came over the top a couple of times today on the Bears. Let's get to the callers. All right, we can do that. Let's do the, let's just real quick, let's create the Bears secondary. How was the coverage today? Sponsored by PPG Paints. For the best coverage, Chicagoland Painters pick P.P.G. The quarterback for the Vikings, by the way, today, his name was Sean Mannion. He was a third-round pick in 2015. He had been with the Rams. Coming into this year, he had played a a grand total of nine games and thrown – Fifty-three passes, and he was awful today. But that's who the Bears' coverage was trying to defend today. <clears throat> Thoughts on the secondary? You, know,
2: play, you, got, you got to play who they put out there. That's well, this, true. This, this you guy, know what? you know, he, he was the beat team, and and Ob. I,
3: I can give you my grade across the board. Okay, F. <laughs> and nobody, everybody Look, gets what an F. they play. Don't tell me yeah. what you're going to give him an A plus, a B, a B minus. My God, these a- kids couldn't probably make the Elmer's Travelers team. And I'm looking at the uh, the receivers that
2: did catch one of the uh, you know few balls that were completed. I not, I don't recognize them, so uh, I don't know if you can give them an F. Ob, I'll give no. them a D, because hey,
3: you know we they should shut them out. Dan, we, we across ba- the board. We bar- <laughs> We won the game. What? In the final second. In the final kids. second of the game, we beat this team of people that have not played. They're backup backups.
1: I mean, ah. Alexander Hollins <laughs> caught two balls today. Ob, he's a stud. He's a rookie out of Eastern Illinois. Go Panthers!
3: Yeah. Well, let's
2: get to the it's callers yeah. I mean, I, again, it, it, it was uh, <laughs> it, it was,
3: it was sad, sad. This, this was such a hollow yeah, we, victory. It's it's ridiculous. Yes,
1: Jim in Geneva. Welcome to WGN. Go ahead, Jim. Hi guys. I really like you.
4: Uh, I know Pace and Nagy are the smartest guys in the room. Uh, Do you think they'll change and allow the uh, starters to uh, play in the preseason? And do you think that would help? Good question, Jim.
3: Let them play. Well, Jim, let me jump on this first. From what I saw with the last two games, I thought they would really try to open up this offense since we haven't done it in the last two years. I really did. I thought that they were going to let it go. We're going to play big boy football move that pocket, get it all done. That didn't happen. So having said that, going into this next coming year, I have no idea if this guy's going to play as starters or what because this guy truly believes that he is a genius. He truly believes, and he likes it when people tell him that he's the new riche, he's the guy. They're going to redo how everything's done in the national football game. He loves to hear that. He does. And it, let me just also say this.
2: You know, the, a fool refuses to learn from his poor experiences. You know, the quickest way for me to kind of learn how to play the game was to get my butt kicked around. And I realized if I do that, that's what's going to happen. I got to change. I got to adjust, adapt, do different things. Well, you would think that Nagy would realize, especially with this. Claude at quarterback, they need more and more and more organizational practices. They need more actual snaps and and chances for this kid to look at defenses, to make reach, because he, he, he okay, go back to, you know, forget about today. Go back to the Kansas City game last week. This is a game that we wanted to kind of say, okay, let's put him on the line and let's line up and see how we, we, we measure up with a, a good team. And we come out with the uh, you know a botched attempt at the RPOs early where Trubisky made the wrong read five out of the first six plays, resulting in him stumbling around trying to run the ball. And it 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 and it's simple things, folks. You know, play fakes. You for you to sell the the you know a run fake and be able to pull the ball out and then be able to, you know, throw a pass, you've got to sell it. And watch Tom uh, Brady and and, and Aaron, they drop their shoulders. I mean, and this kid doesn't do anything. It is it's shoddy work on all his his footwork. It's shoddy. His technique, everything's shoddy. He needs all he can in the preseason. He needs to. You know, if we could send him to the to the uh, uh, Europe uh, NFL, I'd do it. But.
1: We, I don't think Nagy will will make a change. We'll get Kaz uh, coming up here after eight o'clock and get to your calls as well three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. We'll see as far as whether he'll do anything different. I mean, nobody knows. He's saying that they're going to get together, him and Ryan, and they're going to well, work it all out. we got 10 seconds, so go going. Yeah, ahead.
3: just real quickly. I thought they'd change these next two games as a lot of people right. thought they'd open up and do it.
1: Right. What's right. going to
3: make you think they're going to change where they're doing business come the year 2020? It's a, it's, a, it's a very
1: fair take. All right, news is coming up. Cause after that, we're here till 9.30, 720 WGN. First down at the 14.
0: Montgomery back in, and here's Montgomery breaking a couple of tackles and winds up with a first down. about moving the pile, David Montgomery, with a classic exhibition of ball carrying on this drive, scores for 14 yards out for the Bears.
1: Now, that was OB, that was a herd of Bears, if you will, uh-huh. pushing David Montgomery into the ends. A lot of people aren't that thrilled with the rookie year of David Montgomery. I actually think he had a pretty good year. If you consider their offensive line and their play calling and everything, I'm not down on David Montgomery at
3: all. Oh, did he light it up 16 games? No, he didn't light it up. No, I'm not he saying that. He had a few good games, and that's it, okay? You want more. In a hell of a lot more. Getting back to this game today, and the reason why I gave everybody across the board such a low, a low grade, coaches, players, everybody. Folks, this game today, we played against the Vikings on the offense and defensive side of the ball. These kids have never played a set of downs together, let alone a quarter, a half, have never played a game together in their lives. Did you hear what I just said? They have never played. Our first string, offensive, defensively, went at them, tooth and nail every play. And these kids who have never played with each other, this was their first game on both sides of the ball. And they took us down to the last second of the game. That's why I give them a poor grade to play a bunch of kids. If anybody you want to give a kudos to, it should be those kids. They never played together. Not a down. A real down as a team. And look at what they did. They took us all the way down to the last second of the game before we finally kicked a field goal to win a game of which, again, we only scored one touchdown. Again, we never scored a touchdown in the first half against kids that have never played together before.
1: Hample being Kaz, let's bring Kaz in here. Kazi, good evening. Welcome to the final show of the season, my friend. Good to hear you, my man. You got it, and happy
5: holidays to everybody, and you know, as you're right, uh, we now know that our bear squad can beat any backup squad in the NFL. <laughs> So we know that. Hey, but it's going to be a dogfight. but we could beat them. Cause what'd you think about, and, and that's what we learned today. And that it's embarrassing. What, you know, what else do you say? It's embarrassing.
1: What did you think of Matt Nagy going for it on fourth and one calling a sneak? Uh, you're up 18 to six. You're on your own 44 yard line.
5: Um, I don't understand what he does ever. And so I, I, don't even want to comment on it. I, you know, I just scratch my head and I just try to figure out. You know, they announced immediately he's the winningest coach in the history of the Bears. He's also the guy that has scored the least amount of points as an offensive coordinator in the history of the Bears, Ed and Dan. And this is in a league now where you, the premium is scoring points. You got to score points
2: to win. There you go.
5: So I, I don't know.
2: You know, and, and and let me just take exception with the quarterback's technique on the sneak. It was bizarre. He was – it was almost like he, he, he didn't get – you know, you've got to – you basically have to wait like half a beat and then feel get where fire. the surge is and then get down and follow. He was standing straight up. It was, again, everything – you know, Dave Ragone. I don't know. He's the quarterback coach. What is he doing all day? Is he playing uh, video games? I, I. I mean, this kid has not – Progressed in any facet of the, the the position now in three years. and it's it's bad. Just
5: you know, great. They're eight and eight. If you're happy about being eight and eight, then you know let's all celebrate. But um, this this is not a good team, and it's a, it's a horrendous offense. Horrendous.
3: You know what? Glenn, horrendous on the defensive side of the ball. You look, we look at the statistics from week to week, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this kid, Kwiatkowski, that came in when Smith went down. I'll tell you what, what a ball player this kid is. And a I, lot of and heart. I, and I think, oh, man, I'm going to tell you something. You, you want to let people go and you want to keep people around. This is one kid you want to keep around. Does he bring it? He's there mentally tough and he's there physically tough. And what I was impressed about him, he's a smart football player on top of it. He's got yeah. great quickness. He reacts at the drop of a dime. I'm very, very much impressed with that kid. Now and you...
5: it's, not, it's not his size. It's not his speed. What it is is here's a guy that will do anything and uh, he's all heart and guts and he lays it out there but he's more than that because you're right Ed you can't make plays like that and not be a really smart football player exactly. ron rivera was a lot like that dan wouldn't you agree as a, as a absolutely. linebacker
2: absolutely and and uh, the the safety was case in point the uh, the, the vikings backup offensive lineman Basically, turned him loose and he ran through and made a, a beautiful tackle in the end zone for the safety, which is the margin of victory in uh, the ball game. But, but you know, back to uh, this, this what would you call it? Uh, a, a paradox at the head coach, offensive coordinator um, position for Nagy, and 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 again, once again, the offense. It scores one touchdown against a backup defense and a game that we all knew the bears desperately wanted to win because they wanted to be eight and eight so they could save a little face. And yet on almost every level, uh, as you said, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Now, we're going to play some uh, some clips of the post-game comments of Nagy and the quarterback here in a little bit. And again, it's more of the same psycho babble, you know, about uh, we're going to take what we uh, did this year and and uh, draw on it and, uh, you know, keep getting better, and we're going to have each other's back and all this stuff. And, and I, 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 for one, I don't know, I don't know if, a lot of times, you you got to have your nose rubbed in it before you you change. If Nagy's nose is not rubbed in this, then he will never change. And we were talking about we had a caller say, "Hey, do you think that they will change and 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 play the players, the starters in the preseason and try to?" You know, get some some offensive timing and, and tempo and 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 sequencing. But but I, I, do you think he will? I I think no, he's going to be as strong and say no. no. nope. He's
5: this, he's not going to change anything because he got to eight and eight, and this makes them all look okay. He protected our general manager, who has been um, out outperformed and outclassed by pretty much any general manager that's still going to have a job in the national football league. He, you know, but they both are walking around in their puffy chest and, you know, Matt Nagy's telling everybody he's the winningest coach in uh, bears history. And that's great. If, you know, you're also the 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 worst scoring offense in the history of the Bears, and and we've had some bad offenses. I <laughs> let's be honest, right? Yeah. We've all we've all been a part of those bad. Well, me more than you guys, obviously. But look, we've had some bad offenses. He's taking it to a new level. Yeah, let me. Let me just, I've never seen anything so bad.
3: Well, I'm going to jump on what you're talking about. We finally get in the playoff game last year, first time in, what, eight or ten years at home, again, playing the Philadelphia Eagles. In 60 minutes of football at home in front of the fans, how many touchdowns in four quarters do we score? One. One. We open up this season at home, the 100th anniversary of the National Football League, and we play who? The Green Bay Packers, the dreaded rivals, at home in Soldier Field. How many touchdowns do we score? None. Last week, we play our last home game after 15 games of a 16-game schedule. We play the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs at home. Last week, how many touchdowns we scored? None. To open up the season against the Packers, none. Last home game, the 15th game of the year, how many touchdowns? None. How many touchdowns today? One. How many touchdowns in the playoff game against the Eagles last year? One. And you think this guy's going to change? He should be fired. Yep, I, you're, you're right.
5: I, it's it's not even it's not even a question of liking or disliking. But, you know, Matt Nagy. From what I understand, he's a, a sweetheart of a guy, and that's great. But you're paid to win football games, you're paid to score points. You were brought in because you were an offensive guru and you have done nothing and you've actually made, which is hard to do, but he's taken some talented guys and made them look worse. And, and, And by the way, Cordell Patterson is the best running back on the team that never touches the football. And I know you've been saying it all year. I've just got to repeat it again. Best running back on the team that uh, is playing wide receiver but doesn't uh, ever touch the ball.
1: Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. We'll uh we'll play some of Matt Nagy coming back here, and we'll take some calls with Kaz, who's with us to the bottom of the hour. Adam Ho coming up at eight thirty. We'll
3: the calls hang in, and we're gonna. Soon as we come back, As soon as
1: we come back, Ob, we'll get
6: right to the calls. Kazi, hang in there. Seven twenty WGN. Me in regards to how do you evaluate a quarterback, right? And we talked about. I, I talked about wins and losses. And all the other stuff, the stats. Sometimes there can be false numbers. End of game, you're throwing two men in, you're, you throw for 350 yards, and it's not real. But situational football in crucial times, I think Mitch has shown what he can do in those scenarios. He's done that over his his, his career. That was Matt Nagy after the game today. So, last, Liar.
1: La, well, it's just, let me bring Kaz back in here. It's just interesting that last year they asked you, how do you evaluate the quarterback? Well, I evaluate by wins and losses. We were 12 and 4. Now he's come up with. Well, I evaluate it by wins and losses and situational football. Look what he did rolling out in the biggest moment of the game, and he found Riley Ridley for 30-plus yards, and he saved our behinds, and we ended up winning. So we have that to underline as, as something against, that Michigan do.
5: Against a group that will never, as that said, said be on the same field together again unless the entire Minnesota Viking team uh, has a stomach ache or gets the flu or something. I mean, it, look, that's insanity. It it doesn't even make it sense. It's, it's crazy that you would even – and, uh, you know, the, the part is, I every time I want to give a benefit of the doubt and I want to say, oh, you know, he's just doing coach talk, he says – I hate to say it, but the dumbest things I've ever heard. I, I just never heard somebody spew such stupidity and not know what he's talking about, and and that's the frustrating part. And you know, look, nobody wants to have anybody lose their job, right? Let's be honest. We we all we we go about our lives. We just want to be successful. and We want to do our job to the best of our ability. So I I, I hate saying this about the guy, but it, it's I mean, Dan, what, what else can you say? It, it, I've never heard anything. So
1: ridiculous. Well, I, I think he's just trying to protect the quarterback, like he's you know somebody who's going to melt Hamp. I don't know what your take is on it.
2: Well, and we've talked about this all season long, and, and uh, fundamentally, the they Ryan Pace has locked Mitchell Trubisky into the starter position by virtue of the draft disaster that he has become now, and from 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 now on. And anyone that is involved with the Bear organization, they've got to toe the company line, which is Trubisky has certain assets, and all we have to do is find a way to get him to perform up at a high level because he's. we've seen glimpses. But they don't see that today he was sacked four times. Three of those he should have got rid of the ball. He fumbled twice. He lost one. I mean, all these different things on the quarterback sneak. He was, you know, six foot two high trying to. Yeah, you know, I just saw Jimmy Garoppolo get a, a, a real nice first down on third and one on a quarterback sneak. I mean, all these simple little things that the great ones almost. Do in a in an off-handed way. I mean, it's it's part of the position. It's like we got to start all over and try to teach this guy. And you know, I, I, if I hear this anymore, uh, I'm going to vomit. But oh, he is the only quarterback drafted in the first round with such a small body of work, meaning the 14 games that he's actually started in college. Well, whose fault is that? Who is the one that not only drafted him? second overall, but moved up to get him with such a small body of work. And, again, it just shows the hubris of Ryan Pace thinking that I, you know, I can de- I can spot the goods, like, you know, exactly. Shaheen, the tight end in the second round, w- which will be released, and all these other bust-outs that we've had to deal with over the
3: last three years. Dan, unfortunately, you can't fix stupid.
5: I just said, because that's, that's what I was trying to say, but I wanted to say it in a nice way. But that's the truth. We just well, wasn't that a nice it. way? <laughs> what? Well, that is that's nice because at least you know, look, hey, it, listen. Before we don't anybody... enjoy watching these guys bumble around and the organization, you know, um, be eight and eight. But let's look at this guy's short career. He was uh, one game above five hundred. Right? I think he had thirteen games he played in college. He was seven and six. Well, yeah, of course he's eight and eight now. What do you think he's going to be?
1: He, he was he was eight and five, and he lost in the bowl game. And whatever, it, it was, it was seven
5: and six, eight and five. Does it matter? You no, get my point. It's,
1: it doesn't. It's
5: it's a small body of work, and you don't move up to get a guy that was eight and five and and got crushed in the bowl game, and actually started out pretty hot, if I remember correctly, and then faded at the end of the year.
1: Let's get a couple calls in here with Kaz. Sam, on the northwest side, you've been waiting since we started the show. Thank you for your patience. Welcome to WGN.
4: How are you guys? Okay, um, Sam. The reason I'm calling is uh, because what I think Nagy did when he when he first got to his job is he hired Helfrich from Oregon. And basically what he did is taken the, the West Coast offense and inserted the Oregon run game. And not only do we have a horizontal passing game, we have a horizontal running game. The first two steps <laughs> from our backs are horizontally before they get the ball from Trubisky. And it was evident throughout the whole year that this not only doesn't work, they ran Chip Kelly right out of, right out of Philly because of it. And when did the Bears come out in the third quarter, they run two tight ends and a power run game. We run the ball right down their throat. And what does he do the next time out? He goes right back to the shotgun and the Oregon run game. And last, I didn't see the first quarter, but did he actually call a screen pass on the Vikings' nine-yard line? Thanks,
1: guys, and Happy New Year. You got it, Sam. Kazi? Good call, Sam.
5: It's a great call, and I you know I, Mark, thanks for asking me any question. I, I just I'm, I don't have answers. I, I, here's what I know. I, I mean, I, I'm just being honest. Here's what I know. I know that this isn't a very good team. We are lacking in talent. The best players we had to go out and pay a premium price for. We had to get them in free agency. Those are our best players on our team. And that is a recipe of disaster and it will continue to be a disaster until you start drafting quality first round players that are impactful and and that's that's it in a nutshell it it really is we don't do that right now
2: right and if you want to grade let's grade you know kevin white was a complete and total bust okay he couldn't stay healthy it doesn't matter you you you're drafted to play he couldn't the next year He
5: had nine games he played, too, by the way, in college. Just
2: thought I'd add that in. Leonard Floyd Floyd actually had two good plays today that I saw, but where was the other 50? (laughs) Um, I would give him a D. I would give him a D. Trubisky, I would barely – I don't know if you could give him an F, but it would be a D. And then Roquan Smith, who obviously had all kinds of issues this year, wound up on injury reserve – I. He wouldn't wouldn't be much more than a D. That is the lifeblood, that is the core of your team that Ryan Pace has personally selected. And this is the hand that we're dealt. And your point is, Khalil Mack, you paid a king's ransom with draft picks and money. I mean hard American dollars. Today he had one assist, and he was playing against some stooge I never heard of at
3: offensive tackle. He was playing playing up up against... A backup tackle and a backup, backup tackle. Huh? I know. Versus a that's what he was playing against today. And, it, but, and but again, that's hits, why I gave right? him all an F. He's our best. He's our
5: best. So uh, D lineman. We we got him in free agency. We didn't draft him. When it came to go out, and, he was a free and, agent. And grab him.
2: That Brian Pace saw in New Orleans and signed him on the fact that hey, you know he he had a a, a lot of history with him. Uh, On the offense, Allen Robinson, he's easily the best player, but yet he was a free agent. And I don't know what he's making, but we had to sign him for Big Doe. And think about the offensive line. I mean, the offensive line was abysmal all season long. And then they went with the ridiculous switching of Cody Whitehair and James Daniel somewhere around week nine. Because the quarterback couldn't come up and decide who was the middle linebacker and which way we should protect.
3: You know what, Danny?
2: Something that that, that junior high quarterbacks. Yeah, can do. I mean, high school uh, quarterbacks it, can it, do it, that. It, who was kidding? I mean, they you can. Know,
3: the, you, you guys, we re, we've got some pretty damn good football players on this team, mostly all on the defensive side. That, but I'll tell you what, and and I said this last year, and and Mark, you know, and Dan. And Khalil Mack, he's, oh, my God, the greatest, he's this and that. And at the time, I said, uh, yes, he's a damn good football player, but he's not that good. Why he is that good is because of Akeem Hicks. If I said it once, I said it 10 times last year. What has he done? What has he done since Akeem Hicks has been down? What has he Nothing. done? Nothing. No, you're right. I, I and the guy right. blocked them, no, those no. backups that played against them today, folks, for your information. One on one. Because. They even
5: had tight ends blocking them at some point this year, which was amazing, right? I mean, yep. We all saw that. And, that, you know, you don't even know what to say. You kind of cringe because you're thinking, wow, we spent a lot. And he's getting blocked by a tight end and not even
3: sniffing the quarterback. And, I mean, he's a hell what? of a football player, and, and I'm not taking that away from him. Right? No, no. But boy, I, I'm I'll either, tell you what—what what got lost in transition here was why was could a guy have such an exceptional year, and everybody built it up like he was doing? No, it's not. It was Akeem Hicks crushed everybody in the middle.
1: Kazi, loved being with you all year long, my friend. Have a great, great, great off season. You are the man. Glenn, to you and your family, have a healthy 20, my friend. Thank you. And I look forward, and I mean this, because that means we're all still
5: around and hanging out, <laughs> talking to next August. Because so that means we're all here. And yep. that matters the most when it's all said and done, right?
1: Yeah, no no question. 2020. Hashtag you Super it, Bowl. Guys. Hample, you want to say goodbye to Kaz?
2: Bye-bye, Kaz. And <laughs> you know right. what? At some point, it's got to get better. So yeah, but, happy New Year! Yeah, you got
5: it, and it has to be done through the draft, and I don't know that we're going to be able to do that, but we'll see.
1: Love you, Kaz. See you, bro. See you. All right, bye. All right. Kyle's out. Brad Biggs did a great job of detailing everything that you guys are talking about. I'll I'll, put, I'll, I'll pull up some of the. We got the of the notes uh, on that one. Adam Hogue's coming up next. Uh, For News at 10, by the way, watch WGN, Mike Matera, Joe Donlin, Dan Roan, and Chicago's most trusted meteorologist. That's Tom Skilling for TV News at 10. Watch Chicago's Chicago's very own WGN. All right, Adam Hogue's next, 720 WGN. Pretty soon I think number one thing is just getting healthy, getting the body right, um, feel better, um, get a plan with Coach Nagy and what all he wants me to do this offseason, and kind of talk through that, so we'll figure it out within the next couple days. Um, Take a little time off but it's i mean this is my life it is uh, i love football i just i can never get away from it from too long so um off season starts now nobody would question the love and the dedication of mitchell trubisky i nobody would say that he doesn't work that is by the way trubisky after the game today now the talent is another whole story ob you look like you want to take my head off. i'm not hey listen the guy works hard Mark, i'm all i'm saying he works hard
3: Mark, what do yeah, you watch? think tom brady does he works what hard, too. What do you too. think Aaron Rodgers does? They work hard, too. What do you think Patrick Mahomes does? Right, right. Deshaun right. Watson? He works Are hard, too. Are you kidding me? It's yeah. laughable. Well, Stop it.
1: Well, a lot of people say, that, like, they didn't quit. Like, who? they didn't quit. They're professionals. If they quit, that'd be the worst thing ever. They didn't quit against who? Well, all right, let's bring Adam Hogan here, who was uh, up in Minneapolis today and saw the Bears <laughs> He
2: probably wanted to quit after watching that mess.
1: <laughs> uh, Hoagie... Good evening, on our final Hamp and Ob and Cos for 2019. Uh, what was the highlight of today's game for you, sir?
4: Well, I think it's just that the 2019 season ended on a main field goal, a double doig. Mean, <laughs> it ended on a main field goal, guys.
1: I I, I don't I don't I don't. I, I'm I'm sorry. I I don't like the fact that he's sitting there saying that we we found our kicker. Didn't he lose a game against the Chargers this year? I mean, is, are we sure that Eddie Pinero's the I know he made his last 12, but four of them were in a dome today. I, I'm not convinced they even found the guy, but that was a nice ending, I guess, for the kicking game of 2019.
4: No, I think that's fair because, um, you know, the numbers, he was only three of seven between 40 and 49 yards on the season. So I, I still think Eddie Pinero has more to prove, and I would hope that this offseason they use one of those 90 roster spots on another kicker to push him, but. You know, I do think that it's been proven, especially in recent years, that you do kind of need to develop kickers and let them grow a little bit once they get to the NFL level. So I think there's some potential with him. But no question. I mean, if you're thinking like right now it's week one of 2020 and Eddie Pinero's lining up for a 45-yarder to win the game, you're probably not feeling great about it right now.
2: Well, okay say what you will about the kicker we're still concerned about the fact that coming into today's game this offense which is just so confounding we we scored fewer than points than any team in the NFL in the first quarter all season long and yet here we against a bunch of backups now adam you got to come on be real that was a team that should have been lit up and you know what, OB was beating the desk earlier saying, hey, if you've ever had a chance where you wanted to see Trubisky in Open an opened-up offense where you're, you're going to run deep patterns, and yeah, what did we see, the uh, the speed screen 10 times today? I mean, it was, it was a nightmare. And at the end of the day, we score, get this, one touchdown once again in an NFL regulation football game.
4: Yeah, I wrote down in my notebook in the middle of the second quarter, everything is horizontal. I mean, it's just what the offense is. And I guess what we still don't know is, is that because of the quarterback or because that's just how Matt Nagy's, you know, running his West coast offense. Um, But it is getting tiresome. I mean, it's getting tiresome when everything is to the sideline over and over, left sideline, right sideline, left sideline, right sideline. And you just wonder, when are they going to go vertical at any point? So, You know, eventually they got there with some shots. Obviously, the fourth and nine, but still, I'm with you guys in that. I was I was overall pretty disappointed in the offense. More of the same today, because you know they're playing
2: backups. And but wait, wait, wait! The first two Minnesota possessions was a fumble down there on the Minnesota's end, and then a a, a little idiot uh, interception. And yet, we can't do anything. We we wind up making a field goal, and they didn't, I mean, it, it, again, at some point, you have to say something is really, really, really wrong.
4: Yeah, well, I think that's the theme of 2019. There's obviously something really, really wrong with this offense, and I think that, um, you know, they got to, that's the, the whole key to this offseason, these next three months, is Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, they got to figure out how much of it is the scheme, how much of it is the system and how much of it is that is the quarterback not being able to to run what
2: they want to run now going back to last week's game against Kansas City remember that we were like third and 26 and it was a five-man route and our quarterback on third and and 26 he throws the check down now like OB says you can't fix stupid what again how much of this do you have to see before you realize it's going to be the same thing over and over and over again
3: well, the, the thing that, that I see, and this kid has been here three years, okay, three. Now we're going to slip it into the fourth year. He struggles to find the second guy, the third guy, the fourth guy. The only guy he sees is maybe the first guy, and then he goes, he knows what a check down guy is. But that's why aren't we a good passing team? Why don't we convert down the field on – on third, you know, and and third down and convert and keep the drive going, he cannot find his secondary and thirdary receivers. He can't. It's just a fact. Watch him. Watch. As a matter of fact, Adam, go get the the tapes and watch the tapes. He struggles. He can't find them. I watched uh, Philip Rivers today in his, in his post game press
1: conference, and he had thrown his second pick because he threw one up, and he's like, you know what. I'm not worried about throwing picks. I'm trying to do everything I can to win. And I don't know, Adam, if you think this is unfair, but when I hear that he's do, you know, we start talking about the check down, I think he's doing it partly because he doesn't want that interception on his stats, and he's still trying to maybe, you know, see himself get paid down the line, which is not a team move, by the way.
4: Yeah, I don't know if I would go that far that it's necessarily about the stats. I do think he's scared to turn the ball over, though, and I think that's because it's been coached into him to protect the football. Um, but back to what OB was just saying – you know, I, I agree with you. You know, they. I don't know if you guys watched the Clemson-Ohio State game the other night, but there was one TV shot where they they were zoomed in on Trevor Lawrence's face late in the game when he went from left to right across the field with his eyes and eventually hit his third progression yes. across the middle of the field to the right. He went left, left center, and then hit the guy on the right at the last second. And, out, and it was just a great shot and what quarterback play should look like when you're standing there in the pocket. And I, as I'm watching that, I'm just going, man, you just do not see Trubisky do that consistently enough.
3: He doesn't. He just doesn't. He can't find him.
2: Well, overall, and, and enough about the quarterback deficiencies, you know, we were talking here when we came on, and a lot of this season and what happened is because of on offense everyone regressed except Allen Robinson. On defense, everyone regressed. Eddie Jackson, uh Khalil Ma- everybody regressed except Nick Kwiatkowski. Now, if you think you're going to be a contender when everybody on the team is going the wrong way, boy, you you again, this these aren't little minor tweaks. There's something amiss. And the way this
3: guy is preparing and coaching this group of players. Well, you know what? Great point, then, Adam, you know, you just just think about our North Division. You've got two of the teams that are in playoffs, okay? Two of them. You think they're not going to get better in the year 2020? Talking about Green Bay, talking about Minnesota. You think they're not going to improve? And wait till Detroit gets their quarterback back. And that guy, Patrica, or was it Patrica, Patricia? Patricia, Patricia, it's, it's, yeah, their Patricia. head coach. He's still he's a pretty good defensive guy. What they're going to get worse than they were this year? I don't think so. They're going to get better. So boy, you want to talk about us putting the pedal to the metal like right now and get ready for next year. We better start thinking that way and get going for the year 2020. Because our guarantee you, tia, Green Bay is, Minnesota and Detroit is. They're not going to go backwards. But
2: but but you, you mentioned Detroit. We had to play their second string quarterback and barely barely won. And then no, we he, the,
3: he was the backup backup.
2: Right. And then over in Detroit, we play, played the third string quarterback, right. and it was a last second pull it out of the fire victory. Again, you know you, you can blame the quarterback all day, but he's not the only culprit here.
4: Yeah, guys, I think why this this gets pretty dicey here is it you know, it still goes back to what you do at quarterback. And you have to decide because you got other guys you need to pay to keep this group available you know together, especially on defense. Are you do you just go all in and like go pay Teddy Bridgewater a ton of money and basically say we're all in on twenty twenty and we're gonna figure out the rest of those contracts later because we can't win with Mitchell Trubisky, or do you try to sign, you know, an Eddie Jackson to a long-term extension, Allen Robinson to a long-term extension, uh, all these, all those types of guys, and say, look, we believe we can win with Mitchell Trubisky as long as he's not killing, uh, you know, killing us with turnovers, and it basically reverting back to what he.
3: I think we just lost to Adam. Well, you know what we did last year with Trubisky? You know, we got in the playoff, and look at what happened to us. Look what happened to us this year. Is there any reason to believe that if we stay with him, that all of a sudden he's going to get better, he's going to lead the league in accuracy, he's going to lead yards per pass attempt, he's going to total yardage and completions, Boy, oh boy! You got to talk about a complete overhaul, and and that is that that is not going to happen. And everybody with this wants kid.
2: to scream, bring Teddy Bridgewater. He can't run this offense. He, the, the RPO part facet of it, he's not going to run. He's incapable of being that kind of a player. So, I mean, you know, I mean, I, he struggled
3: it, at Minnesota, didn't he? He he certainly did.
2: But you know, it, again, you think about. How important that one position is, and obviously that's why the fans. You know, you're, you're 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 sick of it. You're sick of hearing us point it out, and we have been, you know, relentless about this. But think about this: Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles with the slew of injuries and and all the the the, the setbacks. They made the playoffs this year, but Carson Wentz is the first quarterback in this very offense to in history to throw for 4,000 yards without a 1,000-yard receiver. So fundamentally, there's a lot about this offense that can find ways to win, and they did against us last year in the playoffs. But, you know, it's about the guy throwing the ball, making the right decisions, and we don't have that.
1: Adam, final thoughts here as we wrap it up?
2: Yeah, I just uh, you know what, just you guys are right. It's all
4: about the quarterback. That's what this year is about. And unfortunately, you know, the quarterback went backwards and it puts the Bears in a really tough spot going forward. Uh, I still do think with the rest of the roster, though, the window, the competitive window is open. And I actually do think when you look at the schedule, like the Bears got locked in to host the Giants again, you know, for 2020 based on the results uh, today. The schedule should be easier. There, there are things that point into the Bears bouncing back next year, but they still have to get better quarterback play. Other than that, guys, it's always fun talking to you. Uh, man, it wasn't the season we thought, but another year talking to you guys after every game, I always enjoy
3: it. Adam, you've done a great job from week to week. You're the best, my friend. Have a healthy 20 to you and yours. God, Adam, Happy New Year, guys. Adam, we love you. Thanks, brother. Uh and I
2: think what underlines that is we waited a hundred years to see this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this was the hundredth season. Yeah, we years, were geeked, man. Hoagie was going out to yeah. Soldier Field, Green Bay opening night. The whole—I mean, you couldn't even get it. You couldn't find a place to walk in this town that night. Nope. Uh, it took it took an hour to get on the train to get from the Chicago, the Brown Line of Chicago and Franklin. And uh, you could get around pretty easily against the Chiefs on. Less, and uh, you know what? And, and
2: I know. I I I know I shouldn't be like this, but I forever in a day remember this man sitting next to me at the 100 year convention this summer, basically telling Akeem Hicks, "You better get ready. This is the season, but you have to control your destiny." And we never did. We from opening night on, it was just you know we went. Three and five the first half and then five and three in the second half, and there's nothing we can hang a hat on and say, we know this for a fact. We got this down. We don't have anything.
1: By the way, you can read Adam's stuff at WGNradio.com. If you're not doing that, you're not living your life right. And also check out the Hogue and John's podcast. All right, quick timeout. Your call's coming on back here. 312 981 7200 with you till nine thirty. We'll get in as many calls as we can. I do want to touch on, uh, Brad Biggs really did outline why the Bears had the decade they just had, which was uh, less than memorable. Four well, different coaches. It just, just... Jesus,
6: gross is the word. 720 WGN. ...stop route, and so Mitch got flushed out of the pocket, and that happens a lot, you know, and and again, um, for some of the struggles that we had this week offensively, again, in a game-winning situation, tough environment, Mitch made a play of scrambling outside, and and then Riley, you know, getting into scrambling mode and turning it into a a broken-down play and making a catch, and and so... um, that fourth and nine, and then again the third and two to chew up the clock there before we ended up kicking that field goal. I thought that those were two really big plays by our offense.
1: There you go. Matt Nagy throwing the bouquets once again at his quarterback. It's like he thinks he's going to crumble if he doesn't sad. say something really nice. I'm,
2: I'm sorry, it's sad.
1: Yeah, well, it really and, is. And it was a big play on the third and two at Allen Robinson. Great, and, and okay, but. There's a, there's something there's something off there. Let's get get some calls in here. Hampo three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Hampo will be with Kaz, Sponsored by Chicago and Northwest Indiana Chevy Dealers. Chevy Chicago dot com. Bears beat the Vikings twenty one to nineteen. You know that as they finish up the season eight and eight. We're, we are with you till nine thirty tonight. What's up, David in Lincoln Park? Welcome to, welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Well, thanks guys. Uh, my question is uh, hypothetically speaking. Uh, and, hey, if you guys were the sole
4: owners of the Chicago Bears, what moves would you make in the offseason to improve the team? Would
1: you clean house? And if so, what else would you do? Good question, Dave. What, what do you got all
2: Well, and it'd be easy to say, yeah, it's time. Uh, you know, it, it, again, you go back to the draft. The draft has to be priority one. And you can't miss on first-round draft picks. You just can't. You know, and I, everybody's sick of hearing about it, but the 85 Bears, I think were there, you know, we had uh, 11 first round picks playing in that game. And not only playing but, you know, achieving, you know, high status with uh, their performance. I I don't I I don't know how you can say, well, we're just going to blame the coach. Well, you know, the coach is a big part of it. Obviously, the quarterback that was drafted by the general manager is a big part of it. But again, you've got to think about this. You know, he blows up the pick on Kevin White, so that's why we had to pay big money for Allen Robinson. He blows the draft pick on Leonard Floyd, so that's why we got to give up two ones and $141 million guaranteed to get a pass rusher because, you know, obviously Leonard Floyd can't do that. Uh, now, Trubisky, remember when you draft that high you can't miss you can't you know at the bottom of the first round you can you can find uh, you you can get a steal you know and you can find a steal anywhere Nick Kwiatkowski is a fourth rounder, right so I mean at, at the end of the day you have got to be able to build your team with the draft and Ryan Pace hasn't done it and and what are we going to wait another year or two To realize, hey, we got to, you know, we we got to find somebody that can do this. Think about the Indianapolis Colts, and they were abysmal this year from Andrew Luck, you know, calling it quits and all that. But their draft picks of a year ago were the the offense and defensive rookie of the year, first rounders, and that's what you have to strive for. Now, Matt Nagy and this this debacle of an offense, yeah, you gotta you gotta figure out it, it it ain't working. And with the the way they're trying to approach the the results and the fixes, you know, I don't think it's gonna work again so, next year.
1: So the Bears don't have a first round pick as we're mentioning uh, with the Khalil Mack trade. So they'll pick number forty three overall and number fifty in the second round. Forty three and fifty. Forty three and in fifty in the second round. So Look into Ham's point. Of course, you can find gems anywhere. I mean, Tom Brady's is you know one one ninety nine overall. It can always happen. Uh, you you would also rather, not often. but but not often. You would rather be drafting higher. The MVP this year.
2: Well, whoever you draft has got to start and play well for ten years. Yeah, you got to start. And, you know, Kyle, you know, uh, uh, Kyle Long is a was a w- one of those players that you know you drafted him and he became a fixture. Until the you know the last four years, his injuries have precluded him from playing more than eight games, and, that was, and he's probably done. But those are the kind of players you got to have. We don't have them.
1: and yeah, that was number twenty overall in the twenty thirteen draft. I mean, look, and we don't need to go through all this. Br- Brad Biggs did a great job outlining. it. I've been mentioning it. it, it what a
2: big time I have to say. It, about it.
1: Well, well, Biggsy, you know, he, well, he, we got
2: to do the callers he, first. Let's well, get some callers, and then we'll go through Biggs right, here at the
1: end of that. Well, we're going to. A uh, real fast here, Mike and in, in Byron, and then we'll we'll we will, uh, run through a zillion calls coming up after news here. Actually, Mike, just hang on there. We'll get you to news, and then Mike and Dave and Terry and you 312-981-7200, all coming up here. One half hour to go. Seven twenty WGN. I'm just thinking about getting better for next year. What we can what we can do. You got to look at the season. You got to be honest with yourself and with your teammates. And um, as a leader, you just got to make decisions that are best for you. To um, get better. So I'm just going to be super honest with
6: how the film looks and what we need to work on this off season, and, and go from there.
1: going to be a busy offseason. That is uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Before we get to the calls, who brought it today? Sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois. The card to bring through it all. hampano being with Kaz to the bottom of the hour. Who brought it today? Well, the
2: great Ed Obradovich is Nick Kwiatkowski, but he, he's got it three or four times. I'm saying the best rushing yardage total of the year by the rookie running back, David Montgomery. 23 attempts, 113 yards. Folks, that's for about five yards a, a, a
3: clip. That's pretty good stuff. If he could have done that against the Chiefs, all the other good teams, then I would agree with you. There you go. I there would say Kukowski is the guy because he's there. He smacks everybody. So
2: I... <laughs> is, uh, is Twinkle Toes there going to be honest when he's watching the film of himself?
1: It's a good question. I I think not only twi- – I'd like to hook
2: him up to a lie detector and make him watch his game tape.
1: Well, it's not just Twinkle Toes, by the way. It's not just Trubisky. I'd love to hear what the conversation is like in the room, but let's get to the calls here. Mike and, and Brian, what's up here there, Mike? Welcome to WGN.
4: Yeah, I just want to say, guys, uh, I, I thank you for uh, your consistency and your specialism uh, throughout the year and this dismal year. And tonight's game against a practice squad was not impressive at all. And for me, Mr. Biscuit can be better with help. You know, a little offensive line. I know Kyle Long going out. Now we don't have a strapper, you know, to harass those defensive guys. You know this half. And the center and uh, guard, you know, carousel, didn't impress me anything. Didn't help Trubisky.
1: You're right, Mike. You're right. I appreciate it. You're absolutely right. He he was not dealing with – a full deck, so to speak, on that offensive line.
2: No, and and unfortunately, his deficiencies led to the swap of the two positions. And again, I think a lot of this is chicken and egg, folks. When the coach believes the quarterback is capable of doing certain things, he'll do more of it. But until that moment, he's not going to allow this offense to bloom and so we see, you know, the horizontal nonsense that
1: we've seen for 16 weeks. I think Mike had a great Sunday. Congratulations to Mike. Dave in Florida, welcome to WGN. What's up, Dave? Hey, guys. Uh, I
4: just want to thank you guys for the most honest and best post uh there is God about the Bears. You, you. Uh, I respect you guys. I listen to you guys every single week, even if I'm in South Florida. Um, great job, guys. Thank you. Great job. Uh, my question is this. When is Nagy gonna be taken to task by the media? I know you guys do it, but I don't hear anybody else in the Chicagoland area that takes them to task about this this horrendous season. Uh, they let go. Uh, if you you know rewind the tape, they let go of Lovey Smith when he went ten and six. They bring in Mark Trestman, who was a, a supposed CFL genius, was horrible. They bring in a, a coaching retread in John Fox. And then they bring in this guy who says he's a genius and he's, he's nothing of a sort.
2: Well, you know, I, I, I'll be the first one to tell you that. I think that that has to be in play. If we ever will get some results, if not you know, a change in uh, the, the coaching position hey, folks, you know, I, I, and again, we, uh, we've had a a, a lot of criticism that we're too tough on Trubisky or we're too tough on this guy. No, we know what is required to win a world championship and it's a long ways from 8-8, and trust me. And, you know, I was looking through the schedule. Think about this. Nobody in this city... Could say at the conclusion of the opening night's game against the Green Bay Packers, after we watched these idiots stand around all preseason, never play a snap, never do anything, never, you know, prepare properly, and we go out and we don't even score a touchdown. We get shut out for a field goal. And that's that's on Nagy. That's, that's when the pressure should have started but it didn't so the next week we go to, Bron- to to play the Broncos them with a nobody at quarterback under Vic Fangio's very first year of house cleaning and it takes a last second miracle field goal with one second having to be put back on the clock if if that's the, if the, those circumstances do not turn the media and, and 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 put out a clarion call for them to start questioning this coach and this coaching staff and this general manager in the state of affairs uh, in the Hallis Hall. I don't know, you know, eight and eight. I don't know,
3: Dave. All you have to do is, since Nagy's been here, just look at our offense. Okay, just see we are basically in the bottom of the league in third down conversions. We're basically the worst passing team in the National Football League. We're on the bottom running the football. And today, as it was the first game of this year, we don't score a touchdown. The 15th game of last week against the Chiefs, we don't score a touchdown. The last game of the year. This game, we score one touchdown against kids that will never play again in the National Football League and I, and I don't mean that in a bad way they're just they're they're not good enough to win championships that's why they're backups and what happens to them from year to year to year they they're around for a year a year and a half two years and they're gone they're not even on the same team and we played their defense we played their offense and we won the game in the last second now if you don't think we have a problem, then there's really something wrong. Hey, make something. Thanks for calling. They have
1: 312-981-7200. One segment to go here, uh, and we will sort of outline the offseason as best we can coming on back here and continue to talk about what 2019 was. Make Sundays, your official night to tour the city. Watch Chicago's best at 10 p.m. You can stick around for the latest in shopping, entertainment, and events on C-Chicago at 10.30 p.m.
6: on WGN-TV. Most important part. Somebody just told me, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he's made 11 in a row, his last 11. If I, Is it 12? So And then to make, what, four today? For us, you all know that was a huge, huge, big void that we had going into this year.
1: Oh, come on. That's Matt Nagy celebrating Eddie Pinheiro and his last 12, going through the uprights in the four today. Uh, which most of them were chip shots, and they were kicking indoors. Uh, and hey, listen, you want to bet on Eddie Panero? Go ahead. Uh, I'm not fully convinced. Just, but think, that just made...
2: think how, how how pathetic that whole sequence of comments is. He had to kick every one. Made twelve in a row. Now he made every one today. If he misses one, we lose to the B team of Minnesota. <laughs> Think about that. How pathetic that
1: is. That That's the other part of it, if too. Nick
2: Kwiatkowski, who is going to be our defensive player of the, of the game. Um, go ahead.
1: Yeah, which uh, is brought to you by team your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Defensive player of the game. Hamp.
2: That's Nick Kwiatkowski. Not only did he lead the team in tackles, but and just his mojo and of course the safety was the margin of victory. So a lot of good stuff from Nick Witkowski this year very little from a lot of other supposedly good
1: players. So Nick Witkowski was drafted as if you go back it's, it was in the 2016 draft he was a fourth over a fourth round pick one of three players in the fourth round Deion Bush DeAndre Hall Deion Bush still uh, hanging around, uh, DeAndre Hell's out of the league. Leonard Floyd was their first round draft pick that year at nine overall. Would have been a great second round pick. Cody Whitehair has had a nice career. Jonathan Bullard, not so much. Uh, and then Kudkowski. So that that draft, as far as pace goes, is actually not terrible. It's 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 the it's the twenty seventeen draft. When you traded up to get Trubisky, you picked Adam Shaheen in in the second round. You took, uh, and then Eddie Jackson and Tariq Cohen were good players. But that you had five picks and you blew the first and the second. That really is going to right now is defining. Do you know how much
3: better we've got to be next year to be a contender got offensively? It. Do you know how much better we have to be? You are talking about basically almost replacing a whole offensive line. We have no such thing as a person or an individual called a tight end. We've got to find a tight end. Matter of fact, you got to find two tight ends that can stay healthy and and get separation and catch the ball, okay? And we need a fullback on this team. You know how much work that is. You know how lucky you got to get in the draft and in free agency. And defensively, we still got a defense that we can win a Super Bowl with. But guess what? I've seen this before. They start to go down a little bit, down a little bit. Keem Hicks now is 30, going to be 31. Uh, Cleo Mack is, what, going to be 29, 30. Now another year, and things are fading. The point I'm trying to make, we've got so much to do to be a competitive team in 2020, it's almost insurmountable. You've got to replace almost an entire offense. Well, that's the question. That's they got- a
1: fact. Well, they got to look in the mirror, right? I I mean, that's getting back to what Adam was saying. We Our,
3: don't have a tight end. A tight end is one of your most important positions in today's game of football. Right? So they, split the, We have seven tight ends. Put them together. Not, you couldn't make one halfway decent tight end. Seven on a team.
1: So, but if you're Pace and you're Nagy an right now and you're trying to win in 2020, right? Got a lot of work to do. Oh, there's, well, there's no doubt. All right, Terry and Palos Heights, welcome to WGN. What's up, Terry? Actually, what they need is a
5: person that has three Cs in life. That's concentration, control, and confidence. If you don't have those threes, you aren't gonna have a successful team.
1: The three C's without
5: concentration, you don't have control. Without control, you're not gonna have confidence.
2: Well, we got a quarterback that has problems with the three A's. Accuracy, accuracy, accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, thanks thanks for the call, man. Uh, I like that, though. But, you know, the confidence comes after you do the other things well over an extended period of time. You develop confidence. Otherwise, you're playing by the seat of your pants. And this kid, how can you? And, and you know, what he talks about, oh, yeah, we're going to have to look at the film and, you know, be honest with ourselves. You know, do you th- really think that he is going to be given the news that his performance was... Beyond bad this year. No, they're no, they're, they're going to c- coddle him and say, "Oh, this one throw." And, and, and today's how many attempts did he have? Thirty-six uh, attempts today.
1: Twenty-seven to thirty-six.
2: Okay, thirty-six attempts. The only one that everyone's going to go, "Oh yeah, that was a good play," was the one on fourth and nine. And it was basically the, uh, the the backup defensive end for the Vikings got caught down inside and he was able to run out of the pocket and improvise and make a make a decent throw. Quarterback it has to make that throw, and yet they're going to say, oh, this tells us you're going to be great someday.
1: I misspoke for the record. 26 of 37, 207 yards. Uh, he was sacked four times, did not throw a touchdown pass, was not picked off today. Uh, QBR of 30.9, which is not uh, lighting the world on fire. Look. Ryan Pace has a contract through 2021. I don't think there's any appetite whatsoever for the people above him to get rid of him, right? No,
2: because they don't know what to do.
1: See, that's the whole
2: thing. They don't know what to do. They know something's wrong, and this was the year we needed to capitalize on, and this was the moment, the moment in time. And yet, they, they can't put their finger on the reason why it all fell apart all they have to do is go back and listen to the tapes week after week of OB and I, and they
1: will be enlightened. Well, then they should do that. They should, but, but they, they won't. They absolutely should do that. But the other part of it is they had no... They're, they're The Bears, I would say, are shocked that they're in this position, right? Last year you had a 12-14. This year coming in Super Bowl expectations. Now we're wrapping up the season. We missed the playoffs. And a large discussion in town is, is whether or not Pace and Nagy are fit to be in the position, they did not think they were gonna be in the spot at all. But but wait
2: a minute. You know, and here's the here's the, kind of like the uh the the kicker right in the pants. Back before the Green Bay game, we all talked about this miracle scenario that if the Bears just win, then we've got a chance to make the playoffs. All those things happened. Everything happened. If we would have beat the Packers yep. and then beat the the Kansas City Chiefs and then beat the B team today, would be in the playoffs. But we couldn't do it. And why? Because we couldn't score but one meaningless touchdown when it was basically garbage time. So, yeah, the mirror that they're going to look in, yeah, they need to be strapped down for like three months solid
3: and let them look at it. You know what, Danny and Mark and our listeners, the two things that are absolutely astonishing to me, it's year after year. we We can't convert on third down. To make a march, to take a long march, as you're supposed to in this game. We just can't convert on third down. Why? We won't move that ball down the field. We just can't. And the other thing is, we can't score touchdowns. Even when we get in the red zone, if, if we're down there for four plays, maybe. Now, I'll take it back. Let's say we're down there four times. What is that, like uh, 12, 16 times? Once, we might try to score a touchdown, throw it in the end zone and we'll wait and play for a field goal and hope and pray to God our defense will get a turnover or stop them somehow. Those days are gone. Defense will never have another year like it had last year. Never, ever will they ever have a year like that. They're getting a little bit older. Now, next 20 is another year. I'll tell you what, people are getting tired of it, Coach, general manager, all your excuses, all of the Trubisky's excuses, enough is enough a lot of take pe- care of business a lot of people
1: to thank for the program this year uh starting with our executive producer rick geezer who's been the best the the main man keeping us in the right direction in an eight and eight season which we went left right left right up down, <laughs> up, down up down all the way to eight and eight. uh more nobody he, better he let us take eight. boo <laughs> No, 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 no!
2: We're sixteen and over right here on this program.
1: Everybody who helped out with the sound this year, uh, San Martino was in here today. He did a great job for us. More importantly than that, though, is 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 you, the listener, for being with us all season long. Phone line, text line. We 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 very much love you all and appreciate all the contribution that you gave this year to all our sponsors. Ob, you want to name them? I, I know they're all your friends here. No, there's there's Miller, oh, God.
3: and, uh, and Martellini's it, and yeah. the great
2: people at Chevrolet.
3: There's just fantastic. There's a lot of them but mostly to the listeners thank you for putting up with dan and i and i'll tell you what good lord willing we'll be back again here in 20 i don't know how it's gonna look Uh, we'll just have to wait and see but the one thing i hope that this coach does when you get him in the off season you get him into many camps training camps make it mean something and when you get into training camp make it mean something when you get into the exhibition games, make it mean something. So you're ready to go the opening game in the year 2020 and bring us the damn world championship. Amen. Enough is enough. I
1: think that's the final word right there. Thank you for listening. Any
2: questions? <laughs>
1: Thank you for calling, Thanks, folks. Thank you for texting. Have a great, great. Be safe out there with your new year. And uh, Rick Hogan is coming up here at 930. Thanks to listen. Thanks for listening to HAMP OB with Kaz all job, Mark. season long. Thank you, OB. Uh, we've been sponsored by your Chicago and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDrivesChicago.com. We will see you next year.